Due to the graphic and disturbing nature of the crimes discussed, listener discretion is advised. Retrostatic Radio presents Killing 15 Minutes. Hello and welcome to Killing 15 Minutes, where we will give you your serial killer fix in 15 minutes or less, or your podcast is free. I'm Sam Rossi, and shortly I'll be handing a poorly written synopsis of a serial killer to my brother, who hasn't read it, on a serial killer he's most likely hasn't heard of. This should be fun. Good luck, bro. Thanks, Sam. Stephen Akin Murel was a suspected British serial killer who supposedly killed five elderly people in 1995 to 98. Born in 1978 in Nigeria, Akin Murel would move to the Isle of Man at 10. He had a history of mental illness and had started committing crimes against the elderly at the age of 11. He never outgrew his hatred of the elderly. Akin Murel's victims were all elderly and lived on quiet suburban streets, earning him the name the Cul-de-Sac Killer. I thought the Cul-de-Sac Killer was an American dude. Nope. Really? There's probably twenty money that's Oh, there's probably more. We probably have one too. Oh, probably. He committed his first known murders on October thirtieth, nineteen ninety eight. Why'd you say it was a suspected I'll get I'm assuming I'll get to that part. Yep. When he beat Eric Boardman to death and Joe Boardman was strangled. He used a kosh, which is a club, to beat the man. It was found beneath his body. Akin Murel was arrested two days later. He would be charged with three more murders in the coming months. He was charged with the murder of his landlady, Jemima Cargill. Jemima? Okay. She was killed in a flat... F- she was killed in an apartment fire prior to the Boardman murders. A joint investigation between Lancashire... A joint investigation between Lancashire and Manx police leading to two more charges of murder from the Isle of Man. Dorothy Harris was killed in a house fire in February 96 and Marjorie Aston was found strangled in her home in May of 95. Detectives in both districts Detectives in both districts believe that there was more killings linked to him. He confessed to three more killings, but nothing came of them. Akin Morel killed himself in custody by hanging from the window in August 1999. His suicide note indicated he did the murders and he would never stop unless he was dead. And that concludes this notebook. I can see. I can understand why you said that you had no idea how to write him. I couldn't figure because out. Because it was one of those... He only... He, I don't want to say posthumous serial killer. But he was post-custody serial killer. Yeah. Where, yes, he... I mean, granted, in the long history of us doing this, 20-some-odd cases now? 24. 24. Okay. We have 24 in those notebooks, and... Only a couple of, like, even those without a manhunt generally get caught because of multiple murders. You know what I mean? Yes. Where it's like, you know, even a Garrett. Garrett got caught every time and then got off the, God, that case. But anyways. Barrett was a different. 
But anyways, you know, whereas, you know, he was caught with his, you know, he, he killed his land, uh, he killed the Boardmans, and then we found out about the landlady, and then we found out about all this. You know, all yeah. the other, that, so I understand why he's a suspected serial killer, because it's like, it's like if he got arrested for robbing a bank, and then it turned into, oh wow, this guy actually robbed all of the banks. Yeah. Or it's That's actually a shit uh, comparison. But it's like, you know, suddenly it turns into, oh, this, I actually like how you set it up, because you do point out, you know, it could have very well easily been, you know, here's this case linked to him and all this. Yeah. But... Ultimately, it is a suspected thing. He, he was never found guilty of the crimes. And one thing that you can't do is you cannot you cannot try somebody for a crime if they are not alive to be able to do it. Well, that's it. why it's also one of those things where there might be unsolved that are linked to him. Right. But they can't really investigate it because... There's no... You know, no one's going to allocate... And this is... This is a tangential, but no one's going to allocate the funds, you know. If you've got a hundred cases a day, hypothetically, you know, and you have X amount of money, no one's going to be like, you know what? Let's waste, you know, $30,000, even one person just doing some light, you know, light record keeping. Let's waste that money. And redirect it towards this dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, he's dead. And, and I, that is a problem when it comes to law enforcement in general. Not that it's the law's fault. But it, but it is one of the hurdles. It's like, you know, it's the reverse of nobody, no crime. <laughs> nobody, no crime. I forgot all about that. Gonna start working on that some more tonight. Yeah. Nobody, no crime. Whereas, we know there's bodies and we know there's crimes, but yeah, I see what you're saying though. It is kind of the opposite. It's like you know, they believe suddenly this dude has a shit ton of bodies. And allegedly. And he did when he committed suicide. His suicide note did say that. That, you know, he did commit the murders. So, that's where the, uh, that was the other part of it. So, was there anything in his, like, it brought up that he started committing crimes against the elderly at age 11. They didn't tell me what it, what it was. I think any 11-year-old is a fucking crime if you're elderly. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was a terrible joke. But it is one of those things where it's like... Well, why did he hate the elderly? You know, why? I, and, again, it's one of those... It's that why. Why Why? Why this, you know... And ultimately, I think that's exactly what every true crime podcast is. We're trying it, to answer the why. Well, I, it's not even an answer. Like, it's not a general I mean, there are a ton of podcasts that are like, this is the reason we're real journalists. I already did this rant, I know. But, yeah, and there are those that put in, you know, well, the cops didn't do this this time, but we, you know, backlogged this person's IP or whatever the, you know. 
we did our own investigation into it. Right. Which is cool. And honestly, that's a great way to assist, to be civilian and assist the police. The problem is, is that as people, we don't like unknowns. It's why conspiracy theories are so prevalent. Because the second it's, oh, it was a weather balloon. And then someone goes, that doesn't look like a weather balloon. Then all of a sudden your brain goes, then what the hell is it? And then you have it later on in life where it turns into, you know, oh, it was actually a flying saucer. But now that's what you've been hearing for your entire life, that it was a flying saucer. So anytime someone goes, they said it was a weather balloon. Well, they would say that, wouldn't they? Does that make any sense? Makes a lot of sense. It's one of those things where it is it is about you know understanding the why, but when it especially when it comes to serial killers, the why of the human mind is fascinating. But it also comes down to like you know, well, why would they do this? Right. But then some cases is, well, that doesn't seem right. It's like. Uh, you know, in hindsight, yes, a cop can do something stupid by, you know, not looking behind the fucking shed or some shit like that. Right. But at the time, it's like, I understand the why of why he didn't do that. Right. And that's something that a lot of people try and avoid is not the right answer. No. But it is one of those things. It's why, yes, I point out that the justice system fails in a lot of these, but the justice system also works in a lot of these. True. And ultimately, we're all just here to in part of the fandom of true crime. Fandom. Well, ultimately, that's what it is. It's true. Even the people who do things amazingly well, granted, again, you know, like Serial, or Morbid, or Criminal, all of those are, you know, cornerstones, but they are still a fandom thing. I know they do a lot of great things, but ultimately, what is a what is a fandom? A bunch of people who enjoy a certain thing, getting together and sharing details. Yep, and that's how And arguing works. about it. There's that too. So, what started this rant? I don't remember. Oh, okay. So anyways, I, oh, the unknown. Ah. Like, and that's what will always probably make some people feel squiggy about this case. I mean, it's not as unknown as other things, you know, the Atlanta Ripper, any of the true crimes we've done. These crimes. Or the unsolved. Not that, some of those fake true crimes we do, you know. Oh yeah, I've got to do some more of those fake ones. But the unsolved ones will always have people going, oh, I need to know. Or cold cases. We'll have a lot of people go, oh, I need to know. Yes. Why are you going, yes? I got something for after we're done recording. Um, <laughs> what time are we at? 11.30, okay. So what's your final thoughts? My final thoughts is that I think you did it. I completely under you know if he he believed that he wasn't going to stop killing unless he was dead. 
He, he did the right thing. I mean, you're not wrong. Plus, we didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> we didn't have to pay for it? Yeah. Well, we wouldn't either. He's British. No, yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. Whatever. <laughs> We're kidding. We love you Brits. Anyways, and as we always sign off, come jo come down to the Patreon. We've got fun and games. We've got everything you want. With prices, sure to aim. Slay? Pain? Slay? Slay? Either way, we have a Patreon up for anyone who's interested in supporting the channel. Uh, if you'd like, we also have a... We will, You can look over at our uh, rewards and everything like that. But for as low as $1, that just gives us a, hey, you're something special. And you know what? Sometimes we just need to feel pretty without wearing the wig. We also have Facebook and Twitter where you can contact us directly, you know, shoot us a thing going, hey, you guys suck, or wow, that was quite intriguing. I never thought about it that way. Congratulations, you stone son of a bitch. There you go. I'm AJ Carey. And I'm Sam Rossi. Later, everybody. Press that button. Killing 15 Minutes is hosted by Arthur Carey, with scripts written and researched by Sam Rossi. If you like this episode or want to stay updated on this series, consider following Killing 15 Minutes on Patreon or Retrostatic Radio on all major social media platforms. Good night and God bless. You're watching Retrostatic Radio.